Welcome to The Healing Room. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Healing Room Podcast. Happy New Year, okay? We made it 2022. Well, I'm your host and creator of The Healing Room Podcast, Leela, and you're in for a very inspiring story. If this is your first time here with us, thank you for joining us. We talk to amazing people about their healing journeys and about what they're doing in our community and around the world to impact positively. So with that being said, today my special guest is social, social strategist, influencer, and entrepreneur, Jess Michelle. She has a phenomenal presence on social media and brings so much light to whoever knows her. Hey Jess, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm good, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be a part of this. <laughs> I'm honored, thank you so much for joining us Jess. Please tell us a little bit about where you're from, who you are, and what you do in detail. So um, I go by Jess Michelle on social media. However, my name, my actual name is Jessica Carter. So I originally was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. So I'm a Southern country girl at heart. Um, so I lived there until around 2015 and then I got married. My ex-husband was in the military, so I moved to Seattle, Washington, and I lived there for six years. When I got divorced, I continued to stay there for a few years. And then now I reside in Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been here since March, so it hasn't even been a full year yet. And I always knew originally, even in Alabama, that I wanted to go somewhere else and kind of branch out, but I wasn't sure yet. So I always thought I would end up in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> And it's still a possibility, but as of now, I'm currently in Arizona and I love Arizona and it's so much growth and development here. So I'm here currently by myself. And as far as who I am, I've definitely endured a lot. Um, when I mentioned earlier, you know, I was married, so I went through a lot. I am a domestic violence survivor. So that was the big cause of my divorce and the big pivotal moment for me to really just change my life and just take everything that happened and turn it for good. So I spent, you know, a lot of time just kind of figure out what is it that I want to do. Initially, I always thought that I would work in corporate America because I got my degree in healthcare reimbursement. So I was a medical coder and auditor for about six or seven years. That was paying very well. So I always thought that corporate America would be my stance but I recognized that I began to get called into the entrepreneurship realm. So I started my boutique, Jessamy Boutique in 2017, and I thought, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. But it took me going through some more things and you know, just some quiet time, you know, for God to show me this glow. It was really the glow that kind of stood out for me. And at the time, I didn't think that it would turn into a business, but the word glow kept sticking to me. I remember when I started the whole TikTok, I was really doing it for fun. Um, 
uh, we had a mentorship program at my church, Eastside Assembly of Believers, and we had like a, a game night on a Friday night. And so the kids were teaching all the adult mentors like how to do TikTok dances. So I got super curious, went home and started practicing the dances. And I started a TikTok account and started making TikTok videos. And this was at the beginning of the pandemic. So March of 2020, just doing it for fun. No, um, I was not planning on, you know, growing into a social media influencer. I had no idea that, that this would be a part of it, but I started having fun. And then one day a video just hit, hit and went viral. And from then on, things just started taking off. And then TikTok reached out to me about being in their national commercial. So that really like made everything like, speed up as far as okay this clearly isn't just for fun anymore <laughs> so from that moment on many people kept saying you just have this glow about you this glow and it always stuck with me until you know i began to realize what it actually meant like for the, for a while i thought it was just my smile but my glow like i realized my glow started to mean so much more than what i thought it did because thinking about you know the glory of god and all that i have you know came from there's no possible way that i should have this glow or this smile or this energy or this joy or this fun there's no way i should have it i shouldn't be on TikTok. i probably should have killed myself i wouldn't have survived but the fact that I have this, it's so evident that I fought for this. I fought for this glow and I always interpret my glow as my confidence. So that's how I kind of translate that. Just being vulnerable and being just authentic in myself, that's just really my life goal. <laughs> Definitely. And you know, that leads me to the next question I was going to ask you just because I've been following and interacting with you on social media for over a year now. So I've been inspired by your influence on your body positivity and the videos you do where you're just free. It feels and looks like you are so free. So prior to you being in front of the camera so much, did you struggle with any body confidence issues or fear of being judged by others? I most definitely did. Most people will look at me and they would think, why would I have any body issues? Like, look at her, like she doesn't have any problems. That is not true. And in fact, I was judged severely by a lot of people, mainly women. In the past, it has always been difficult to connect with other women. Every woman is not this way, but a lot of women were envious and jealous and they definitely judged me for the way I looked. And even men, I it got to a point to where I felt like that was all men saw was my looks. So I I struggled a lot because I would sit and think, I know I look good. I know I look like this. I know I look like that, but I'm so much more. I know I'm so much more. Why aren't people seeing me you know, seeing the other qualities in me. I'm so much more than my looks. People have made me feel like my looks is the only thing that I had. Outside of that, I'm not enough. So I definitely struggled with feelings of being not enough. Growing up, I was actually chubby too. So I definitely had a lot of issues there. I never forget 12, 13 years 
oh, my life goal was to be a video vixen. I wanted to be one of those girls in the videos, dressing with hardly no clothes on, dancing, being sexy. All that's that was my life goal at 12, 13. Thank the Lord, that's not what I stuck with. But <laughs> I used to be in front of the TV admiring the way those women look. Little did I know, it's not that I wanted that life. I just, deep inside, I just wanted to, I've always had a had a, a love for women in such a way that, you know, just the women on the videos just look so positive and, you know, they're sexy and they're standing tall and they're their sexuality and they know they looked good and that's what I was attracted to not necessarily being a video vixen but I love the body positivity and deep within myself I wanted to celebrate myself too at the time you know being 12 years old I felt like that was the best way to celebrate myself and to preach and to appreciate the way that I look so of course over time I developed and I began to realize that you know that's not the image I want to go for but body positivity is still important to me. So I was bound for so many years thinking that, you know, my looks are nothing because, okay, now I look good. Now I'm starting to get confident in how I look as I get older. But now people are, are beginning to get envious or I'm a distraction to other people because of the way that I look. So I started to, to feel like, okay, let me not dress up for a little bit. Let me hide my look so maybe people will see other parts of me because I'm hiding myself. But that was doing a disservice to God. I recognize that my looks are a tool that God uses to draw people near. And then when they get close to me, then they get exposed to the real deal, who I really am. Now, one of the things we have in common is our transparency. And you and I share some relationship similarities. Once you shared on your healing journey on mm -hmm. social media about your toxic previous marriage, and I too, as many no left a toxic partner from previous marriage as well wow um, for yes and it's very similar our stories i mean it's uncanny it's like wow you know i too was a part of the church environment and i still love the lord and mm -hmm. i just was judged and my partner was not healthy, was not healthy spiritually, was not healthy. I wasn't healthy spiritually either at that time. But once I kind of mm -hmm. snapped out of it, you know, there was that still unhealthiness from one partner and then also experienced physical, emotional, verbal abuse. So for the divorced women out there still struggling, can you share a little bit of what are some actions you took to heal from your previous abusive relationship? The biggest um, thing was church. So <laughs> I never forget when I reached my breaking point, I um, it started the day after Christmas and then I filed for divorce the beginning of January a few years ago. So the pivotal point that changed my life was me personally, I can only speak from my personal experience. I'm used to bringing in the new year, for example, in the club that's that's what i was doing so after everything happened with my ex-husband and i filed i decided to bring in the new year in church which i had never really done before so 
that was really the biggest thing that helped me. And it's not just church. Um, when it comes to overcoming divorce, what I'm trying to say is it's very important to be surrounded, have community. You definitely don't want to go through this alone. You don't have to go through this alone. For me, my community was was the church and the church was very helpful, beneficial. You know, everyone is not judgmental. There are people who will cover you and speak to you and speak life into you. And of course, being in Washington State, because remember, I said I had moved my whole life from Alabama to Washington because of him. So now I'm in Washington by myself. So going into the church being surrounded by that community really really helped me you know being an introvert as well and then going through so much stuff and, and just having to deal with it alone it's so easy for me to just deal with it by myself like that's what i'm used to but i can honestly say that i'm not sure if i would have made it if i did not have community if i really was just by myself like not really interacting with anyone i don't think i would have made it so it's very important to have community around you it doesn't have to be a you know a church community it could be a fitness community anything that you enjoy doing volunteering like anything like that just even family if you're close to your family but that is the biggest thing just be surrounded by community like-minded people to help you understand that you're not alone and just like i'm explaining this to you and and you know everyone who's watching you know there were women within the community who were able to explain to me and help me because they went through it first so it continues hence share the glow <laughs> But yeah, definitely community. Community. And it's interesting because we both experienced the same thing around the same exact time. So I'm also on three years in two. And some women listening are more fresh. So they're probably like, well, the church actually like came at me. Like they judged me. They said I have mm -hmm. to stay in this negative relationship because God doesn't like divorce. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to encourage them that God wants you to be happy. And what, and what would you encourage them? Those who are like, mm, the church don't, don't even want me to be divorced. You know, that's religion. And what actually hooked me to that church, I'll never forget. One of the things the pastor said, God doesn't like divorce, but he loves divorced people. <laughs> that stuck with me i'm like okay because you're right you're right like it's so easy to get so caught up in religion that we miss the heart of god he actually told me to get a divorce if i say that people will be like oh you're lying god didn't say he don't want you god told me to get a divorce he told like if i can go into detail about the whole process he told me but um yeah God loves divorced people and he will forgive. He understands like it's not, you're not committing a crime. You're not <laughs> sinning if you <laughs> get a divorce because, you know, above all, and he even says this, he cares about peace. He wants peace, peace above all. If there is no peace, then don't stay in it. Yes, thank you. So you are sharing your impact and light with the world. I would love for you to share a little bit more about projects that you have going on in your community and on social media that women can tap into. And what are some things that we can look forward to as far as coming up this year? 
So coming up this year, one of the things you can look forward to is, of course, is the merch. I have Share the Glow merch, and I'll have different um, different styles and things like that. And that's just supposed to just, just be a constant reminder that your glow is forever present. Another thing that you can look forward to is it's a lot of things under construction right now. I will be publishing my first book this year. It will actually be a book of prayers. It's, it's called It's Time to Glow, Prayers for the Glowing Woman. Every prayer within that book is a prayer that I actually prayed personally that helped me throughout my whole journey. So every prayer that you read is the exact same prayer that I prayed to God throughout my whole journey, and it has blessed me. So I'm extending that. I want it to bless other women as well, especially the divorced women. And also, if you're not married or you haven't been divorced, you can still tap into this to help you prepare for avoiding, you know, being with the wrong person, just covering yourself in advance. And you truly are an amazing woman, just Michelle. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And I know women are going to tap into you after this and they're excited to see what else can be inspired from. So where can people find you and connect with you? So you can find me, well, number one, if you're in Arizona, I'm definitely an in-person person. person. Um, We can definitely meet up. I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, As far as social media, of course, you can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is official underscore Jess Michelle. My boutique Instagram is jessme underscore boutique. Uh, my website is jessmeboutique.com. I have sharetheglow.com coming soon. Still working on some things with that, but sharetheglow.com will be coming soon. I also have a podcast called Share the Glow Podcast. So definitely feel free to, to tap into that. That's on all listening platforms. And I'm also very vulnerable and raw on there too. So you can definitely connect with me there. You can also connect with me through email, only one Michelle at gmail.com for now. But I'm definitely open. I welcome um, DM messages. Don't be surprised by the followers and think I won't respond. I try to respond to everyone. I'm definitely being personal, relatable, and reachable. So my Instagram would probably be the best way if you'd like to connect personally. So yeah, at official underscore Jess Michelle.